Good morning, gentlemen. A good nechaydesh. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Sermonton Community College of Sermonton, Philadelphia. It's lovely. Second day of Reish Chaydesh Adar. First day of Chaydesh Adar. Wednesday morning. And uh, we can feel it in the air. Rabbi the Simcha. The Simcha is palpable. Marbim Besimcha. It should just take off from here. And, and uh, ever onward and upward. Through and past Purim. Which is right around the corner. Okay, so we are here in Derech Hashem, Chelik Dalad, Perikvav, the end of Simon Tazain. The end of Tazain, Tazain, Ramchal, was addressing the day being broken up into four different quadrants and how those parallel three tefillas plus one additional prayer. And that is Tikkun Chatzois, we discovered yesterday, and we talked about how. There's a division between three that have become obligatory and the one that is only optional. And how that has, that, that's a reflection of our personal day and <clears throat> what we are all involved with on a, like an obligatory level. That's the avoida, that's servitude, that's the daily grind. Therein lies a, a um, structure of davening that is required of, of every Jew to begin the day, begin this, this day with a fresh burst of energy, godliness into the universe, to maintain it through mincha, to have a focused application of that. We transition from mincha, from, from daytime to nighttime, from, from um, afternoon to night, light to dark. And that's the wrap-up of the day. That's my riv. Um, we make that, uh, the, the uh, you know, the chesed hanefesh, we come home at the end of the day. And then there's the fourth quadrant, and that is from midnight, the, mid, the, the midpoint of the night, to the end of the night, as it begins. And that we saw is not a tefillah that's required, it's not imposed on anyone, but being that the 24-hour the, the, the day further transitions to that time, that is there for the those those pious individuals who on their own will do this on a voluntary basis. And that's Tikkun Chatzois. This is prayer that, that is, is, uh, was composed and arranged by Chazal to be said at the midnight hour, the halachic midnight hour. Tikkun Chatzois, which again is for the Yechidei Segula, for the individuals who feel that they're, that, that they're the ones that, are, that uh, want to take this upon themselves and, and that it's appropriate for them to say it. And, and that's beyond the standard that every, every opponent has when they come home in the evening. And again, we take stock of that day, we prepare for the next day. We move from that to Tikkun Chatzais. And Tikkun Chatzais is um, optional. Now, we didn't really get into so much yet what the role of Tikkun Chatzais is in this whole setup. Um, and that's what we have to see before we wrap up this paragraph and really wrap up the whole parak. There is one little paragraph after this, but this is where the Ramchal really wraps up the discussion of what happens on a daily basis. It wraps up in paragraph design. Simon design. so let's see that right now. Vihine Tiras. The Ramchal gives us one more further, very fascinating, illuminating insight. Vihine Tira. Ki ha-shalosh tfilas avais tiknum. The three tfilas that we have, Shachras, Mincha, and Meir, the ones that were established and have been adopted subsequently as obligatory upon every Jew. They were established by the forefathers. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the Gemara tells us. Avram, Institute, Shachris, Yitzchak, Mincha, and Yaakov, Mayrev. By virtue of the fact that they have been established by the forefathers, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, so 
they are now incumbent upon every Jew to to, to daven. Avram, I have to daven Avram's tefillah every day, Yitzchak's tefillah every day, and Yaakov's tefillah every day. I have to do a shachos, I have to do a mincha, and I have to do a mayruf. The Ramchal is setting up a big idea over here. So, if, if the three tefillahs that are obligatory <coughs> parallel three figures, one would assume that we have to finish that pattern off. Tikkun Chatzayis also has to parallel someone. Who is the one who champions Tikkun Chatzayis? Who is the one that the Gemara uses to characterize Tikkun Chatzayis? The one who is always saying Tikkun Chatzayis? That's David HaMelech. We mentioned this the other day. Like the Pasuk in Tehillim says, David HaMelech himself says, I'm going to get up at midnight to praise you, to, 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 um, to, uh, Address you that David Melch does at midnight, and the Gemara tells us that David Melch used to wake up at midnight. He had an alarm clock that he set up for himself. He knew how to, there was a certain wind that would blow through his chamber exactly the midnight hour. He had a harp set up that would that would catch that wind, and the the, the harp strings would would be plucked by the wind, and this would wake David Melch up. David Melch would sleep for just about a half hour, wake up at midnight, and begin his his daily his 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 uh, his. That's right, his routine would begin at midnight. So David Melch is the one that the, that the Gemara uses to represent Tikkun Chatzais, to characterize Tikkun Chatzais, the one that was busy with Tikkun Chatzais. So this is not a coincidence. This is concluding, finishing, con- continuing, concluding the pattern that begins with Shachar. Shachar is is Kenegad Avram, Mincha is Yitzchak, Mayrev is Yaakov, and Tikkun Chatzais is David, David HaMelech. Amazing. Um, that gives us more clues over here, but let's read a few more lines. Um, he is the one that runs out the and concludes concludes what the Avos began, as we said earlier. So he's the Mashlam. He's finishing what the Avos begin. Nevertheless, even though it parallels David HaMelech, is not something that is incumbent on all of Kala Yisrael. Again, only on those pious select few that rise to the occasion and deem themselves um, volunteers, people that are cut out for this job, that want to take this job on their shoulders, that want to say the midnight prayer. To be on this level that is just a, not one notch below the Avis, but the, the lofty madrig of David HaMelech, who is the one who again champions Tikkun Chatzos. That wraps up this paragraph. That really more or less wraps up the parak. There is two more lines the Ramchal gets into Musaf. We'll, we'll do that soon. But um, here we have a lot of clues now that we can use to try to figure out the whole picture, put everything together, the three tefillahs that are mandatory, the one tefillah that's optional, Shachs min vis-a-vis Tikkun Chatzos, what's each one doing, and how does it fit into the greater scheme, the greater pattern of what the Ramchal has established for us over here. So it's like this. The, the, the insight is, is, is the, the final connection the Ramchal is making for us over here, that Tikkun Chatzos parallels <coughs> David. And Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, as the Ramchal says explicitly, what, what they establish, that becomes incumbent upon us. We have to follow suit. If Avram creates Shachris, we do Shachris. Mincha is created by Yitzchak. We have to do Mincha. Yaakov establishes Mayriv. So even though perhaps initially that was optional, but it has been accepted and, and established in Klai, so it's also something that we have to do. 
is not mandatory. And the difference is, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov are the source material for the entire Jewish nation. They're the DNA. They are the Shoy Rasha. That means that in terms of just the sheer and the very existence of Klai Yisrael, our existence is really a, 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 an extraction and an expansion on the existence of the others. Okay? Our, the existence of every Jew is an extraction, but together with that, an expansion on the existence of the Avas Maisa, Avas Simen Lebanim. Avas Mechlal Deika told us, where there's parents, there are children, there's progeny. And we as the progeny, we as the Toldus, are contained there in the Avas. So what they do dictates and directs what we do. We are extracts of the Avas. We are expansions on the Avas. And all of us, all of Kleisters, really contain somewhere in the Avas. They are those, the apple seeds. The apple seeds grow, these great, vast orchards, teeming with apples. And each of us are an apple in that orchard. But that orchard was planted with three seeds. That's Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So somewhere, somehow, in the compressed, condensed, genetic material matter of those seeds is... All of us. Okay, so far so good. So what the others do, what the others establish, becomes binding for us. What the others create is our reality, because we are extracts of the others. Davon is on the other end. Davon is the last rung on the ladder of the all the illustrious, pious leaders of, of Klai Yisrael, of which... Yes, we had this already earlier. We see another connection over here. We have seven of them, from Avram down to David. Um, David is the last rung on the ladder, and David's midah is always the midah of Malchus. David, Malcha, Malcha the Meshicha, David Melch Yisrael. David is the Melch, David's midah is Malchus. And that's a very opposite kind of midah, balancing out Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov's midah. But in terms of the, the setup of Klai Yisrael, it is as opposed to the Avis, which create Kleistral, contain Kleistral, and all Kleistral is an expansion of them. David Melch is about at the very end of that, which is what are you, what's Kleistral going to do as Kleistral? What are you guys going to do? What are you going to do? What exactly are you going to do? Let's see what you're going to do. Let's see what. what it's very nice that all of you are walking around as little bits and pieces of Avmitz and Yaakov. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do with that? You're a piece of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, whether you like it or not. But what you choose to do with that little shtick Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov you have, that's up to you. And that's, that is the final step in that, is David HaMelech's attribute, David HaMelech's kayak, David HaMelech's um, contribution to Kleiser, which is Malchus. What am I choosing to build off of that presence? What am I choosing to execute with that presence? What am I choosing to bring into existence as a result of that presence. Okay? This pass is, the teaching on. What's this? To pass the teaching on. That's one, that's a beautiful suggestion, and Hashem should give you the, the ability in the Ziyad Hashemite to do that, yes? Always. But this is what David and Malchus is about. What, whatever we choose to fill in that blank with, that's the meat of Malchus. Is, is capitalizing on the fact that I'm a piece of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, capitalizing on the fact that I'm an expansion on them, and what am I doing on that, with that on a personal, individual level? That's Malchus. Um, so this is why we go Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. David. Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov are contributing to creating a Klai Yisrael. 
And then we ran it out when we have the three plus the fourth. The fourth is going to be the, the Malchus of David. And that's what you're doing with it. What, what's it going to look like when it, when, it, when, it, when it plays itself out over here in this world, in reality down here? And a number of things click together. Is first of all, we've seen this setup already previously when, when the Ramchal was getting heavily Kabbalistic. The Ramchal told us there's four sections of chakras. They parallel the four letters of Hashem's name, Yud and He and Vav and He. And he also told us that they parallel the Avenues of Yaakov and David. We saw the same thing over there. Yud and He and Vav is the extract, is the source material, is the setup, is Hashem coming down, so to speak, and the Mitzvah is coming down. And the final He is what does it look like when it comes down here? What's it going to look like? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with your legacy? What are you going to do with the fact that you are a son of Avram? And you are Aaron, the son of Avram. Aaron Akoyin, the son of Avram. What are you going to do with that, right? We're all sons of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. What do I do with that? That's my shtick David. That's the hey. The Kayach HaKabolo. Bring it out, all out into reality all the way down here. Okay, everybody got that? That's a beautiful idea on, on its own. There's already a lot of connections being connected over here. A lot of dots being, being linked together. But taking that further, this is why Tikkun Chatzais is left as optional. Tikkun Chatzais is not made to be obligatory because, again, what you choose to do with your Malchus, that, that can't be forced upon you. That's up to your Bechira. You, as a representative of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, there's nothing to do with your Bechira. You're Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, whether you like it or not. And as much as a Jew, Rachman al-Islam tries to assimilate, tries to be made for Bivrisa, shall Avram Avinu, tries to deny the fact that he's part of the Bris of Avram, you can't get out of it, you can't deny it, right? And sometimes it takes a hilly Yomachshamoy to track us down, remind us that there's no escaping our Yiddishkeit, our Jewishness. But there is really, even when all the Nazis Yomachshamoy, and Hitler Yomachshamoy doesn't remind us of this in Haman, right? Haman's had to get every single Jew, even if they're Mephuzer Mephirod, even if they're scattered. He had to get every single Jew, Haman, right? Um, that's the Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov of us. The aspect of us being the descendants of the Avas Hakadoshim. Good. That's locked in whether we like it or not. You try to run away, you go to the furthest region in the 127 provinces of Achashverish. Of Achashverish. Excuse me. Um, who? Achashverish. My kids told me actually. One of my kids told me this idea. He said to me that. Um, how do you know that the people in Shushan were hard of hearing? How do you know that the people in Shushan were hard of hearing? Why? Because it's the first passage in Megillah. It's Vayibi Me'achashverish. Who? Achashverish. Okay, anyway. All right. Apologies for what I'm saying. But it's Vishchei Shadr. They have to have Purim Shtick somewhere, right? Uh, nobody decorated the base Medrash yet. I mean, uh, we'll wait to maybe see what's going to be. Our, our Torah, that's right. It's with trepidation, with great trepidation that we're going to enter the his this morning. But in any case, in any case, um, so we're saying like this. We are locked in as a shtick, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, whether we like it or not, right? What kind of David HaMelech are you going to be? Your meat of, of, of Malchus, of the Hei ha, ha, the the at the end? That's completely up to us. That's why Tikkun Chatzvayis is optional. It has to be optional. It can't be obligatory because it's all up to you. That's the Malchus, that's the David HaMelech, that runs out the day. Now, what does that look like practically? Then what's the role and the function is not just coming home at the end of the day and bringing, bringing everything... Uh, Excuse me, what? Eat dinner and go to bed. Eat dinner and going to bed. 
And again, Mayrev is bringing that day's work back into the house, <coughs> bringing it home with me, and bringing it home with me. Um, so we did say that Mayrev time is a time for reflection on that day. And, um, and uh, you know, um, learning from that day, I brought that day back home. Tikkun Chatzois is doing that in an individualized way, a personalized way. Tikkun Chatzois is, excuse me, what's my personal role in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus? And am I, am I getting there? And how am I going to, you know, did I get there today? And am I, I going to get there tomorrow? So, again, the nighttime is about bring the day's Avoidah back. Again, this is from our perspective, when the day is concluding with the night. And my riv is a generalized sense of doing that. I went to work today, you know, did I, what was my job performance like today? Right, you know, what could I have done better today? But everyone can do that in a very generalized way. Uh, did I use my lunch break properly? Did I use my first seder properly, my second seder properly? Great. Tikkun Chatzois is... Who am I? What's my role? What's my role in the Malchus Shemaim? What's my personal Malchus in Hashem's Malchus? What's my Malchusa Da'ara down here that can bring out the Malchusa Da'rakia? And that's why Tikkun Chatzais is the one tefillah we know. First of all, we have a number of eye-opening ideas over here. We, we associate Tikkun Chatzais with the Chorb Mesa Mekdash. Okay. It, it, it's it's, it's Popularized as something that's connected to Chorim Beis Mikdash, but it's not just about the Chorim Beis Mikdash. It's it's the it's the final tefillah of day, which can only be given to individuals, cannot be made obligatory, but does have the power to do binyan Beis Mikdash because it's all about me making a personal din v'cheshen and asking myself, what's my personal role in Malchus Shemaim? What's my personal role? What do I have to bring out on a personal level? in Hashem's Malchus. And when a Yid does that, when a Yid rises to the occasion and says, I want to know what my job is over here, that has the power to do Binyan Beis HaMikdash. It's the Yechidim, the Yechidei Segula, that are really interested in, in, in discovering and determining what their personal tafkid is that will ultimately bring that Tikkun and ultimately, on their shoulders, um, bring the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. The Avoidah during the day, and that which concludes with Meir, that's again more generalized, the role of Tikkun Chatzois is for a Yachid, and that's the Ramchal keeps emphasizing this. It's Dafka for Yechidim, that's why it's Dafka not um, made uh, obligatory for a Yachid, an individual to sit down and ask himself, who am I as a Yachid? What's my role as a Yachid? What's my personalized Chelek in, in, in Avodah Shemaim? In Malchus Shemaim as a Yachid, and that's my Malchus. My Malchus is my individuality, what I'm here to do. And that's something that by definition can never be imposed upon me, can, can never be compelled uh, 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 um, and cannot be yanked out of anyone. Because the moment I do that, I'm forcing myself, I'm imposing myself upon him, that's not him anymore. So, so such uh, amazing ideas begin to click together over here, and the dominoes with great rapidity are knocking themselves down. So, Tikkun HaChatzai's parallels David, and that's the Hashlama Ta'avim Yitzhak and Yaakov, the aspect of David HaMelech, as opposed to Avi Mitzvah and Yaakov, is um, not just establishing that you are undeniably a member of the Jewish nation, but what's your individual role in the Jewish nation. And that's why Dafka can't be handed out as an obligation. And that's why uh, it's left to the Yechidim. And that's why parallels 
David HaMalchus is all about bringing out my individuality. And that's why this has a kayak to bring the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. Okay, so this is, this is, uh, a, a nutshell, <coughs> in a nutshell, a lot uh, of, of um, understanding, a lot of ideas, a lot of connections, and the aside of Tikkun Chatzais, and who it, it is uh, paralleling what it's doing. Yes. Um, very gishmak. So that wraps up Tezayin. Now, let's just see Yudzayin over here to, to um, finish the, the Parak Vav. Yudzayin is very also very connected to today. Um, we saw that we were talking about Haman just before. Uh, Haman came, came into Derech Hashem today, and look what comes in today as well. On the, on the second day of Shcheshadar, Musaf comes in. Vihine, Bimei Akaydish Neisevus Tfila Keneged Karban Hamusaf. And on uh, days of higher holiness, we have an extra Shmona Esrei, which is there to parallel the Karban Hamusaf. Why did we bring an extra Karban on those special holy days? Uh, once the day gets a a a, a Higher degree of kedusha medaraisa, reish chodesh cholamayid, and then certainly yamtiv, uh, yom kippur and shabbos. We bring an extra korban. They bring the korban musaf. So we're davening tzilas musaf because we brought a korban musaf today. Why do we bring a korban musaf? That has to do with the extra shefa, the extra radiance, an extra godliness that's coming down on that day, according to the specifics of that day. That day needs to bring down more godliness because of that day's nature, and we brought an extra korban in the times of Beis HaMikdash to channel that godliness. We don't have that. We, we are, without a Beis HaMikdash, we have an extra tefillah of Musaf, again, to have a different access point to bring down the extra radiance, which is geared towards and themed towards the nature of today's radiance, the nature of today's role, Reish Chodesh. And Rish Chodesh Adar has was was Adar different than 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 Shvat and then different than Nisan. Every Rish Chodesh has its own Knech. Every month has its own Knech. The Tefil of Musaf is to bring down this month's radiance, this month's Knech, this month's individual spin. That's why we're having Musaf today. Next Shmoneser is for the extra radiance that we have to again guide and conduct. So Shmoneser is always about us channeling and guiding down the radiance that's there to maintain the world today. Rish Chodesh is an extra element of that, the Reish Chodesh radiance that's there to make today a Reish Chodesh day, and that we channel through the extra tefillah of Mosef. Now, there's room to ask a question over here. One would think, therefore, based on how the Ramchal setting up, the Tushman Esri should be back to back. My standard Shman Esri is to bring down, the Shachris, to bring down the, the, the baseline godliness that we need to maintain this day, to get this day through the day. And then, oh, it's also Reish Chodesh, so let's do now Reish Chodesh davening to get the Reish Chodesh radiance down. We, we, based on what the Ramchal is saying, the structure is a little bit puzzling now. Because remember, the Ramchal told us after Shman Esri, then we have the, the Kayach HaKabbalah, we have um, descending levels uh, that, that bring the Shefa down. After Shemona Esrei, the Ramachal said, we have Shishol Yoim, uh, I'm sorry, we have uh, Kedusha Desidra, we have Uval Latin, we have Shishol Yoim, and we have uh, Ketoiris, in that order. Um, that's the finishing coda after Shemona Esrei to guide it down back through the Oilamas. So on Reish Chodesh Day, and Chol Moed, we should have Shemona Esrei, Shemona Esrei, that's accessing the Shefa, and we should have Baiter again. We should have the same structure afterwards. We should have Kedusha de Sidra, uh, Shishal Yoim, and Kataris. But we break it up and we throw everything around all over the place, right? We have Shachris, we have, according to Nusuch Svard, we have Shishal Yoim, in between Shachris and Mosef. We have Mosef. Then we, I'm sorry, sorry. We have, yeah, we have Shachris, we have Shishal Yoim, we have Kriyas Atoira, we have Kedusha de Sidra, we have Mosef, and then we have Kataris. 
So things are all like hokey pokey over here, all out of order, all over the place. First of all, we have Ashri Votzin and Shishul Yom mixed around. We always do Tukhushu Sidra and then Shishul Yom. We put those after Shimon Esrei. Um, so those are in between the two Shimon Esrei and they're flipped around. And then you do Kutaris after the second Shimon Esrei. My Haidah Kaman. And that's if you Nusach Svar, even Nusach Ashkenaz is not doing the two Shimon Esrei back to back. Even Nusach Ashkenaz is breaking it up with Kedushu and Sidra. We may still throw Shishul Yom after Mosif, but, uh, but Kedushu and Sidra is, is out of place, it would seem. Also, Musaf is kosher in the Zman Mincha, which is the next. Oh, very good. Yeah, Rebuti, Rebuti, that the Zman of Musaf is also strange. The Zman of Musaf um, goes beyond beyond Shachris. The Zman of Musaf goes beyond Shachris. How far does it go? The Machloikas Tanoim, if you have all the way till the end of the day or till Shashvis. But yes, it definitely goes beyond Shachris. Um, and there's, there's another, another shayla over here. Another shayla. I'm bringing down well, why is this man different? Why is the structure of davening different? And of course, we know there's different <coughs> discussions that the Rishayim have already. That Shir Shal Yoim. Is Shir Shal Yoim a function of, 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 of the Tamat Shal Shachar? Is Shir Shal Yoim a function of the Karim Musaf? So there are Litvish Cheshbainis that come in over here. That's true, but it has to work Alder So it also has to work Alder Chemes. So I'm going to leave all that as food for thought for the time being. Um, interesting things to think about over here. Alder Chapshat has to stim the Alder Chasoid, but in any case, that that sort of concludes. Really, I would say like this: Perikvav really, Lani, you know, uh, not Lani Yisdaiti. When we, when we're, it's it's to even to say Lani Yisdaiti when we're learning the Ramchal. That's already that's the URO. That's Gaiva. Just to even say Lani Yisdaiti. So forget Lani Yisdaiti. Ichmein. It would seem. Would seem. Bais Tachais. That the parak, the bulk of the parak, the, the main ideas of the parak really end with tazain. The 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 the, the, the theme of this parak is to go through the daily structure of davening, which is begins with the, the morning, ends all the way with tikkun chatzayis. That really wraps itself up in tazain. Yudzain is like a bridge that connects parak vav to parak zain. Because the Ramchal telling us that the extra feel of Musaf is there to bring down the extra radiance, and really Perik Zayin is not going to all be about all the extras. Okay, so that being said, we will send this out as recording number one for today, and then oh, we're going to start Perik Zayin. Being that the Ramchal is making a bridge, we're going to make a.